reading from the first chapter, the Gospel according to John, beginning with verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through Him, and without Him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in Him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God, whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him. Yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God who were born not of blood, or of the will of the flesh, or of the will of man, but of God. And the Word became flesh, and lived among us, and we have seen His glory, the glory as of a Father's only Son, full of grace and truth. The Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. So I have in my hand something that you can't see yet, which we associate with happiness. Anybody want to test their psychic skills and see if you can guess what it is? No? No lottery winners in our midst? Let's see, what color do we want to use? Let's use white. Anybody know what that is? But what kind of candle? CJ says, it's a candle with wax. <laughs> it's a what kind of candle? And what do we use those for? Birthday cake. Why do we put candles in cake? Who thought that up? Why do we put candles in cake? That's a good question, isn't it? What do you think, CJ? So we can make a wish. Because we're going to blow the candle out, right? But I suspect that there's other reasons we put candles in cake. I don't know if I would want a birthday cake with no candle in it, come to think of it. How boring would that be? You know, one of the best things about, about being a child is that stark contrast you get when everybody gathers around you. You know, the rest of life when you're a child is pretty hard. Y'all remember how hard things were when you were little? Sometimes we hearken back to our childhood and we say, boy, we wish things were like that. But the truth is, most of the time when we were kids, we were confused, scared, or sad or lonely, or bullied. And we had happy times in between, and one of the happiest times we could ever have when we were kids is when our parents, or an aunt, or a guardian, or a grandparent, put five or six little candles in front of the cake, put it in front of our face, hit the lights, and everybody's faces glowed with the love of light. Right? And you could sit at that cake, and you could look into the faces of people who loved you, reflecting the warmth of candles. Now, for some of you, if we put a candle in for every year, we would have to have the fire marshal come around to help us out. 
I only have 24. I would need two boxes of these to properly celebrate my birth with a candle for every year. And think of the light it would create. What would happen if we had a birthday cake big enough that we could put a candle for every year every one of us have lived? Possibly, quite possibly, the light would be overwhelming. It would bring us to tears and happiness and joy and we would get excited about it as we watched and saw the collective love that we had experienced in our lives because that's what these little candles do. We place them in front of each other on cakes to say, my love burns for you. John says something to us that's rather poetic and can be easily to dismiss as just being poetic when he says that Christ was in the beginning, that Jesus was in the beginning. John echoes the very first words of Scripture to begin his story about Jesus because he wants us to know that if we were going to put out candles for all the meaning of Christ, there just couldn't ever be enough. We couldn't find enough candles to put in his cake and say this is the meaning of his life amongst us. We couldn't find enough. There aren't enough boxes of these things. There haven't been enough wax factories in all the world to account for all the days that Christ has watched over us because from the very beginning, Christ was involved. It was for Him and through Him and by Him that everything that has been made was made, including you and including me. And all of our lives' moments, He has been part of. But in this sincerest moment of God's love, He came, He came to shine on us, to be a candle in our midst, to be that candle on our cake, to stand in front of us so that His love could shine on us and we could see in the faces of others His love. In those moments when we gather around a candle to celebrate hope and life. So that for just a moment, we might be forced to stop and remember God's great love for us. God lit a candle in Christ and places Him not just before us, but in our midst. How many of y'all would like camping? Just show him. Some of y'all would rather camp in a big RV thing, right? Jim, that's what Jim likes. Jim don't like camping in a tent, do you, Jim? No. I went camping for the first time a couple years ago. Not for the first time I went camping, but the first time I'd gone to a, a state park in the modern era. My brother and I went. He's sitting right there, as a matter of fact. We went to Lake Erie and we camped out in a little tent. I don't think he enjoyed it as much as I did. Um... But one of the weird things that happened was on the Friday, it was the week before Memorial Day, on the Friday it was like this giant city sprung up. Just all of a sudden. And there were RVs everywhere. It was like 90 hotels moved in on top of us. And people were probably wondering, who are the nerds in the tent? <laughs> but you remember what it's like to pitch a tent in a state park when you're a kid with your friends? Maybe you go to somebody's backyard and you throw a tent up in the backyard and all of a sudden you belong to them, Right? The same thing is true when you put that Ford up in your friend's house and you made it over chairs and bed sheets or when you went out in the yard of the woods and you fell a tree together and you all got under it and you celebrated community together you called it a club. Or at least you've seen the little rascals with the He-Man Woman Haters Club. And so you understand that sometimes we need that moment where we can come and pitch a tent together and celebrate light together. Light a fire and see the warmth and the glow of love on each other's faces. That's what God has given us in Christ because He says He came to dwell amongst us. The Word made flesh came and lived amongst us. And the Word there is, is skeneo. 
It means to pitch a tent. What John wants us to know through poetry is that God who has always been and ever will be, Jesus Christ came into our time and our space to be a light for us so that we could see God's love on each other's faces and He pitched a tent in the middle of us to live with us and never leave us. Dear ones, that's good news. We're going to stand now and we're going to sing that good news together and celebrate this season of gladness with hymns. Let us stand and prepare to sing. But first we will begin with the Nicene Creed, hymn number, number 880. Let us stand. Let us profess our faith. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through Him all things were made for us and for our salvation. He came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and became truly human. For our sake He was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day He rose again in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and His kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in the one holy Catholic and apostolic church, We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen.